is peace that outlasts darkness and hope that's in the blood. There's future grace that's mine today that Jesus Christ has won. So I can face tomorrow for tomorrow's in your hands. All I need you will provide just like you always have. I'm fighting a battle you already won. No matter what comes my way, I will overcome. Don't know what you're doing, but I know what you've done. I'm fighting a battle you fix my eyes on Jesus Christ I'll say that it is well oh I know
We've already won. Good morning. Welcome to worship. We are super excited you have joined us. I'm Reverend Brenda Brooks-Alexander. I'm one of the pastors here. I want to invite you to take one of the pads that is on your pew and sign in for us. We want to know that you are here. And so if you would write in that information and pass it to your neighbor, if you are joining us online, there is a platform for you to do that. And we invite you to let us know that you are worshiping with us online and here in the worship center. The next big events have been scrolling on the screens and you can see them. Uh, you can also go to www.fumcfw.org events and see all the things that are happening here at First Church. We want to highlight the opportunity for every woman to serve in September. September, women serve in September. And so we are in the garden, we are signing you up, and we are asking for all of our women to participate. There are other service opportunities that Allison's gonna tell us about. Good morning. Thanks, Clint. <laughs> I'm Allison Alvarado, and I'm the executive director here. And um, I'm excited because it's that time again. We're back to school. College football has started up again. You can get your pumpkin spice latte now at Starbucks. <laughs> and you can nominate yourself or others for lay committees here at the church. Those are all the same, right? Yes. About the same level of excitement? Thank you. Um, no, so as some of you know, the United Methodist Church relies on people in the congregation, lay members like yourselves, to help us with, to serve on committees, to help us govern the strategy and operations of the church. So if you are interested in helping set ministry direction, if you want to help us make decisions on the maintenance and upgrades to our buildings and our grounds, if you like money and talking about money, if you love the clergy and the staff and want to help take care of us, if you, um, oh, here's the best one. If you love committees and you want to serve on a committee that talks about committees, we have a committee for you. <laughs> it's the best. And they're going to be meeting in the next few weeks to help decide uh, who can serve on these boards and, and help us out. So if, uh, if you are interested, check out our website. It'll have information about all of the committees that are available to serve on. And there's also a nomination form. You can nominate yourself. You can nominate others. You can do both. We also have forms in the Welcome Center. So I hope you'll consider it and, and, uh, and nominate yourself or others. Thank you. Please stand as you are able and join me in our call to worship. God, in your wisdom, you call us here to worship you. You give us the gift of joy, yet we are worried and our lives are cluttered. In the midst of toil, our minds are racing and our hands are clinging to so many things. We stand in God's grace, ready to slow down and loosen our grip. In the midst of our vanity and suffering, we boast in our hope through Christ. Let us be open to God's love poured into our hearts as we join together in worship. Amen. Well, good morning, everybody. So glad to see you here. Or if you're online with us, 
we welcome you as well. You're, you're worshiping with us too. My name is Clint Church. I'm one of the leaders of the gathering band here, uh, along with the gathering band. Um, we're going to sing a song. Um, it's called Waymaker. And the first song we sang uh, was You've Already Won. And it talks about battles, that we're fighting battles. Uh, so whatever battle you may be fighting, hear these words to the chorus of Waymaker. You are a waymaker, a miracle worker, a promise keeper, a light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. So as we worship today, let's lift our voices together knowing that that is who God is. God is a way maker and that miracle worker with whatever battle that may be in front of you. Let's sing together. You are here moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here Working in this place, I worship you, I worship you. You are a way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are a way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are here, touching every heart. I worship you, I worship you. You are here, healing every life. I worship you, yeah. Darkness, my God, that is who you are. Oh, and that is who you 
say this prayer, there's going to be a time for you to say what's on your heart. So say those names, and then we're going to say, uh, uh, Lord, in your mercy, and you're going to say, hear our prayers. So let's go to God in prayer. Oh, Lord, you remind us that there's a time for everything. Let today be a time of love and a time for peace. Let today be a time of healing hurts of the body and hurts of the heart. To mend what has been broken, let today be the time to embrace our fellowship with you and with each other. To build up your beloved community, let today be a time to speak out for justice, to scatter the stones of ill will and plant compassion in their place. Let today be a time to keep watch with those who work or wait or mourn, for those whose times are in our hands, for we need your perspective as we continue to work with you to spread your unconditional love. Lord, in your mercy. Father God, the creator of all, your creation testifies about your power, grace, and love. New lives, new hopes, new opportunities, new dreams. For all this, O oh God, we give you thanks. Lord, in your mercy. Everything that you created, you make free. And over and over again, our freedom is used for the purposes of sin, for alienation from you, for violence, for hatred, for greed. And yet, when we are at our worst, you never, ever abandon us. But you join us, you come alongside us as Jesus Christ to redeem us, reconcile us, to restore us to relationship with you forever. For this, God, we give you thanks, Lord, in your mercy. Always and everywhere, O Holy Spirit, we are never alone. You come alongside us. You bring us into new experiences of God's grace and peace. For this constant presence of God in our lives, we give you thanks, Lord, in your mercy. Lord, I know there's children are hurting, but I want to lift up these to you. Carolyn and Jan and Pat and Diane. Lord, in your mercy, I invite you to lift up to God those that are on your hearts. in your mercy. Lord, you've heard our prayers, and we give you thanks for your loving arms around us. Open our hearts to hear you. May we open our arms to be living hope in the world today, and open our hearts to bring peace and healing to all people. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. Now we move into a time of offering, and it's more than just offering. It's what makes this church work. And today we have pastries with the pastors, which we have over 60 people joining our church today. And that's made possible because of you. 
And I want to highlight one family, Pat Van Meter. I don't know if you know her or not, but she joined this church in 1956. And her children go her, here, her grandchildren, her great-grandchildren. We have many other families that have that. And that's what this church is. It's not a church of just for us today, but it's a church for generations to come. So I invite you to be generous and think about what you can leave for not just ourselves, but all the generations before and after us. Let us pray. Oh, gracious and loving God, you have blessed us so very much, and we are so grateful for all of that. Be with us now as we give a little bit of ourselves back to you so that we can continue the ministries that you have given us. In Christ's holy name we pray. Amen.
so, so good With every breath that I have made I will sing of the goodness of God I will sing of the goodness of God This morning's scripture lesson can be found in the Old Testament, it's Ecclesiastes. So I invite you to turn there in the uh, Pew Bible, it's on page 615. We're going to start with chapter 2, go through verses 24 through uh, 26, and then we're going to read the first eight verses of chapter 3. So I hope that uh, I'm reading from the Revised Standard Updated Version, so it might be a little bit different, but these words are familiar. So open your heart to hear these. There is nothing better for mortals than to eat and drink and find enjoyment in their toil. This also I saw is from the hand of God. From apart from Him, who can eat or who can have enjoyment? For this is the one who pleases him, God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy. But to the sinner he gives the work of gathering and heaping, only to give one who pleases God. This also is vanity and a chasing after wind. For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for the war and a time for peace. God speaks to us through the reading of Scripture. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Pastor Felix. Hi, good morning. I'm so happy to be here, but at the same time, I'm kind of nervous, anxious, and my hands are sweating. But I'm so happy to be here. I'm so thrilled, I'm so blessed, and I'm honored to bring the word for each one of you. So thank you for allowing me to have this time with you. Um, I just want to say something special to each one of you, and I hope that to just go to home with something that I just said. Maybe a word, maybe a phrase, a story, but you go with something. So be blessed. Who among us does not remember a moment of happiness? It can be from your childhood, with your family, with your partner, Uh, with your children or maybe 
grandchildren. We all have at least a moment that when we remember bring us joy in many cases and in many cases gratitude for it. That moment when one of our daughters in kindergarten gave a farewell speech and said she wanted to be a singer and a model. Or when your daughter learned a poem for the first time and you wanted to, her to recite to half of the world. Or when one of them was encouraged to participate in a festival dancing so that her parents could see her despite her being very shy. Moments that when we remembering them, we'll smile and say, thank you, Lord. We love those moments. Life should be full of good moments, isn't it? We, we hoping that every time that we look back forward, we look back in our life, we just hope that life will be full of good and happy moments. But the preacher, the preacher and the teacher tell us that everything, and I mean everything, has his time. Good experiences, but also, as you heard from Pastor Phyllis and from the Word of God, also bad experiences. And in a way, everything is going to catch up with us in one way or another. Why? It's because God doesn't love us or nope. It's not because of that. Of course, he, of course, he loves us. And that's why he just wants us to be ready for what is coming, good or bad. When you were able to buy a new car, either zero miles or used, but in a good condition, of course, you expected not to fail, not to break down. However, sooner or later, it will fail. It's not a matter of whether you want it or not. It will fail. Some vehicles may last longer than others. That's the way it is. Some will break down in a way and others in another. And in a way, that's life. How many experiences we had in that vehicle we laughed, we cried, we screamed, we yelled. But again, everything has its time. And I mean everything. But just as there are beginnings and endings, we also have in-betweens. And I am referring to what happens in this time in which the end is not, come, is not going to come, but in some way we will prefer to come. You were diagnosed with some chronic or term, terminal illness. And now, what do you do? What is going to happen? The Oviedo family had to take one of their daughters to a private hospital because they did not have medical insurance and she was treated for more than a month in the hospital because 
What they were looking for was to save their daughter's life. During that month, every day was uncertain an experience. The daughter did not respond to treatment. She was treated for leukemia. And that complicated the situation even more because it was not leukemia. It was lupus. And they began to treat her with little hope. And if she survived, she will have many collateral damages. And the doctors asked her parents to take her home and take care so that she will end up in peace. However, the father did not agree, asking the doctors to treat her as far as they could. They were able to stabilize her, and it was time to take her home. With all the medical warnings, lifelong treatment, because of the type of treatment, at a young age, she will not be able to conceive children. She will be dependent on her family. All those uh, highlighting things that the doctors mentioned to the family. So just imagine that. So after that, it was time to pay. Remember, she was at a hospital, out of a private hospital, because the family couldn't afford uh, the insurance. It was time to pay. But Mr. Hector, his wallet was empty. He couldn't sell his vehicle. So the, the social worker asked him his personal information, what he did for a living. And so he followed the social worker. He arrived to the window and they gave him the bill, and he started to cry. His family, aunts, uncles, brothers and sisters, arrived to him and tell him, do not worry, they will help him to pay. But Mr. Rector cried with happiness because the bill was zero, because he was a farmer, and he qualified for a special program. So thanks to the social worker that took that information. This story that I just told you is painful. It has a lot of negative moments throughout. But at the end, they cause gratitude and joy. When at the time, there was sadness, fear, questioning God. Today, this family can say how God is good. Our life is full of struggles. And maybe right now you are passing through a difficulty right now. You're about to divorce. You are in a financial crisis. You're struggling with the illness of someone you love and care. They gave you a diagnosis you were not expecting. So what now? What is going to happen? I am worried. That's not fair. I've been coming to church. I'm part of the church. Why? 
and you ask, and you keep asking, and it's not fair. What God, why God allowed that to happen? It's a, just a kid. It's not fair. Why God allow this pain? Why God, why God allow this suffering? Those questions were also part of the Oviedo's family. They were questioning God. They were questioning every single, this situation lasts for more than a month. And even so that they got out of that situation, the collateral damages, the side effects of that will last even a life. By the way, the Oviedo's family is the family of my wife. And she is the daughter. The doctor said that she will not be able to conceive. And today we have three teenagers. Long story short. <laughs> but at the time, when they said to them all this, it is understanding. It is, I can understand that they asking and questioning why, Lord, we just want the good for our children. We just want the good for her. Why you allow this? He's not done. He wasn't done at that time. He was trying to prepare something. And maybe you may, may think, why God is so unfair with that family? Why God is allowing that pain? You don't know how God is dealing, how God is working with that family. Even so that if you see it far away in another country that is something so bad that is happening, you don't know how God will deal with that family. You don't know how God will deal with those families that experience loss. You don't know. You just can't say, oh, how bad those things that are happening to those families, to those people over there. But you don't know this, their situation and how they are dealing with their faith and their Lord. You don't know. You didn't know. Maybe if you saw that family, how they were dealing, maybe you were moved to try to help them, but you would, you would not be able to know and understand how God, he was dealing with the situation with them. Worry about yourself. Focus in your life, in your children, in your family, in your faith, in your own relationship. Because God wants to do something special in your life. Because maybe right now you are experiencing good moments. Good experiences. But I have to warn you in the same way the preacher and teacher warns everyone. There is a season. There is a good season right now, but I have to warn you, there's also a bad season that is coming. In the same way good experiences are coming to your life, bad experiences are going to come into your life. It's not because you're good or bad. That's life. That's how a vehicle works. You buy a vehicle from the dealer, and it will be in good shape, in good condition. For a period of time, it will not be any more functioning, but later on, probably. It will break down because that's the way it is. In the same way, that's us. And it's not because God is not good. Because that's the way it is. And, and the preacher is warning, telling us and trying to teach us a lesson. So today, if you are struggling, 
If you have experiencing trouble, be patient. Be patient. God is not done. Let me tell you again. If you are experiencing something bad today, and you struggle, and even you are questioning why, let me tell you again. God is not done yet with you. God is not done. Let me tell you something. This is a good time to pray. Let us bow our heads and have a moment of prayer. Because I don't know what you are struggling what your issues in life. But let's pray. You are going through a difficult situation today. Come to Jesus. You think there is no solution and there is no hope. Come to Jesus. You have run out of options. Come to Jesus. There is no more way and you do not know what is next. Come to Jesus. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. I will give you rest. Let him take charge. He's not finished. Lord, I come before you with my need. I do not know what is going to happen. And the thought of it causes me fear, pain, tiredness. I get mad. I just can't sleep. I'm worn out, Lord. I need your help. And you have promised you have promised to answer me. Today, Lord, I trust that you will. And in that confidence, Lord, we pray the prayer that you taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth, as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. For I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim 
the Lord's debt until he comes. So today we remember, while Jesus was having a good time of dinner with his friends, the people that he cared at that moment, while they were eating, he just took the bread, the bread that was on the table, and broke it and said, this is my body, which is given for you. And in the same way, while joking around and laughing and singing and giving thanks, he just took his cup and said, this is my blood that I share for you. Drink it. So every time when we come to the table, we remember what Jesus did and what Jesus will do in our life. So all are welcome. It's the Lord's table. It's not the UMC table. Ushers will be released from the back. One of the stations at the front balcony is welcome to come down. There's a station also at the balcony. Come with the hands open at the first station. Come. We'll give you a piece of bread. All stations have gluten-free option. The second station will have a, a cup, non-alcoholic grape juice. We use non-alcoholic grape juice so that children and those that don't drink alcohol can participate. Put your cups in, in the receptacles as you return to your seats by the outside aisles. The table is ready. Everyone is welcome to participate. Come and participate of this blessing. Oh 
Thank you, Clint. Thank you, guys. Amazing. Okay. If you have questions on how to get connected or need help finding something that there are some people. Oh, thank you. There are some people right here. I didn't saw you. There are some people right here in front of the sanctuary. Uh, or also, oh, no, at the Wesley Hall, they're kind of busy yet. They're busy. So they're busy over there just here with Ryan and his friend. What's your name? Thank you. So thank you for what you're doing. They have a, just one or two or three, the gift that you need and the information for the church, for the activities during the week and everything that is going on in First United Methodist Church, they will give you some information. Also, if you want to be part of the church and join something and how you can help and serve a church, they also can help you out. So thank you guys for doing that. And uh, let me see. Okay, yes. Uh, 
Please stand if you're able. And let's receive the last benediction. Good. <laughs> the world awaits the love and gifts you have to offer. Go forth in joy and peace to be God's witnesses this day and all the days of your life. Amen. Go in peace. Thank you.